Welcome to Critical Solutions, the show where two unqualified guys try to solve the world's problems. I'm your host, Josh Martin, and I am with my co-host, Mason Volp. So since the last episode we recorded, it's been a little while. We've had some big life-changing events happen um, with school. We graduated and things. So um, how's it been going over there, Mason? It's good. It's good. I'm back in North Carolina, living with my family right now. Um, you know, that definitely has its advantages. I'm, I'm saving some rent money and such. Um, but it, it's got its drawbacks as well. I hear you're in a similar situation. Yes, I know what you mean, but I think the pros definitely outweigh the cons, especially in, um, this economy at the moment. But yeah, I'm staying with my older sister and her family. So it's been fun hanging out with the nephews and niece. So. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's it might it might not it, it feel like it at times. But you're right. the, the only downside. Oh gosh, we're that. Yeah, that that was completely indiscernible to me. I had no idea what you just said. <laughs> Dude, the oh, delay yeah, was so big. Yes. All right, it's man. it's kind of working now. Let's just roll. I guess. I don't. What was I doing last? I saying we you, we moved and I'm, yeah. Okay, so now we just dove in. So, internet's not good at your place, huh? No. So what you're something you were gonna bring up, maybe? Yeah, no. That that's definitely a a large uh, conflict right now with where I'm living, and I would like to think that once I move out into my own place here in a few months, that I'll you know I'll splurge for some better internet. You know, I'll pay whatever I need to pay, but you know, it just seems like with internet, you never really get what you pay for. You know. No, you never. You pay for like the 500 gigabit, whatever internet. And, you know, I, I ran a speed test up to up to right up to is the keywords. I ran a speed test, you know, in our, in our testing trials at the beginning of this episode. And I was getting 40, 40 megabit download speed. So, uh, you know, that, to some people that's great. Unfortunately, unfortunately it is, you know, and that's a whole other issue, but you know, when you're trying to put out a high quality podcast for your amazing listeners, it, you know, you just kind of wish that you get what you paid for. Am I right? Dude, I don't know. But like the worst part about it, it's not like you're choosing to get crappy internet. Like I'm going to save a buck and get this crap internet. It's, this is the best. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so that is the defeating part. Yeah. It, it's horrible. And And when you go and you buy the internet, it says like, Oh yeah, you can under this plan you can have internet for like this many devices and like three TVs and like two computers all running like high speed programs and like you know making it seem like you could you could do anything under this internet within reason. I know. But no, you actually can't even run a, any podcast software it seems. Where does this those numbers come from. They are so arbitrary. I feel like... I mean, they're just bullshit, It, it right? cracks me up. They're just making I them know, up. I know, like... And what devices depends on... And also, it doesn't matter. That'd be like saying, this highway can fit 10 trucks. I don't know. Like, I don't know. A driveway. Let's rephrase it. This driveway can fit 
eight vehicles, like eight Mini Coopers or like eight F one fifties, bicycles. <laughs> yeah, like when it says device, like what the heck? That's just so arbitrary, dude. But I feel like they need to treat it like there needs to be a top and bottom to where it can't dip below a certain speed. Because I feel like it's just up to. So, like, it could be zero to 500, and that's what I'm paying for. Like, why is there no, like, you're going to get four to 500? Right. Like, give me a range. Right. Because that right guarantees now, it. I could get I could get 40 download speed on their cheapest internet. Uh, you know, their cheapest internet is probably up to 100 or something, and I'm still not even getting half that. So. Exactly. It, you know, it just, it doesn't feel right. My friend was actually complaining the other day because apparently, I didn't know this until recently, but just another example of how internet companies are stealing your money they apparently at certain times of the day or night will throttle your internet to where like they they'll put a cap on it during this time for whatever reason maybe because they assume you're not using it so you don't really need to so they're not going to provide it to you if you're not going to use it but yeah dude at the same time how do you know when or when i'm not using my internet you know so like it's just one of those things where they they need to be upfront and honest with what you're paying for yeah but what how many companies out there are just inherently honest if they ever are honest it's because somebody's standing over their shoulder making sure yeah and not all not all there's there's some good faith companies none of which are coming to mind at the moment but yeah, yeah. no you're 100 right it, there, it's, there's just an overarching problem with it's it's the company versus the consumer right and they're going to yeah. do all they can to and give you the least amount possible and have you pay the same. I know, man. It's It's been a big thing. One of our a project we had to do college was uh, write a petition, and I wanted it to be over regulating ISPs, so internet service providers, right. which like in college, who the hell wants to do anything like that? Like that's so random. But I'm like, it, it should be a thing because a few reasons. One, they... The government signed a deal, I think it was in the 90s, to give service providers funding so they can lay f- new internet everywhere, like fiber or whatever it was going on at the time. And they had a deadline they had to meet it by. And apparently they've passed this deadline like a while back and nothing happened, like no repercussions. So we gave them money to do nothing. That seems like it's always the problem, right? It, it's always us giving them money and saying, here, take my money and do this for me and Give me this service and here, even take more of my money so that I can upgrade and get a better service. But instead, what they do is they take that money and they say, fuck you. You're going to get what you get. And and we answer to no one. There, there's no nothing anybody can do about it. I know, man. It drives me nuts. I don't understand. But it's, it's obviously we can't do anything about it. But um, yeah, I, that would be a good solution. Regulate these predatory companies predatory, like yeah. comcast right uh, well, just look at it this way comcast is xfinity because they had a, they had the worst customer service they were voted what like least favorable company in america whatever magazine does that i don't remember for so many years in a row and they had such a bad name they rebranded so they're like oh we're xfinity now right but we're not really we're just we need to change our name because it's so tarnished kind of like meta and facebook it's funny like right after those scandals kept coming out and then they all of a sudden were like Wait, we're actually transitioning. We're going to pivot and we're going to be meta, just coincidentally. Right, just because we're going to do a rebrand because we haven't gotten the best publicity. And so we're going to trick you into thinking we're a different company 
when actually we're the same company doing the same thing that you got mad about, except this time we're going to keep it under wraps better and we're not going to let you find out about it twice. And then rinse and repeat. So when that name's drug through the mud, they do it again. Yep. Over and over. So, you know, maybe there definitely needs to be more accountability there, right? Like I, I get that like the companies should have the freedom to change their name and change their branding, however they see fit. But there, there should have, there has to be some kind of policy in place where they can't do that with malintent and they can't do it with the intent of, of sweeping their, uh, controversies under the rug. Right. I agree. I just think it'll fall in that whole pit of once it, it, it'll probably start corrupted to where it won't even actually be enforceable. Like what we want, like, it's like, Hey, they're breaking the law. And it's like, okay, slap on the wrist. Like, here's a fine that's worth, uh, one, one hundredth of the profits you just made. Yeah. Not so it's just a, a fee for doing business basically at that point. Right. And they'll, but, they'll pay a fee. They'll, they'll pay whatever they fee care. they need to, still, to still do what they want to do. They've got the money for it. But going back to try to solve the, the problem, since it seems like regulation clearly isn't working or they're not even trying to regulate whatever. I like the idea of co-ops. Like I know some places have been doing that to where like the, the town or I don't know what the jurisdiction would be on that, but like the town or like the county owns it. So it's part of their, like, I don't know if it's part of their taxes or not. Um, but they like they regulate it, and it's really cheap when you hear these places. And a lot of times, from what I've heard, I don't know all of it. Obviously, there's some downsides I probably don't even know about. But uh, it's cheap and fast. Like they get gigabit, and it's like fifty a month. Yeah, that's see, fifty a month is less than what I paid for for internet. I'm obviously not paying the internet bills now, but like the the internet I paid for when we were back at college, I was paying sixty, seventy a month. For internet that maybe worked like four hours out of the day, you know? Really? Who'd you have? Uh, We did Metronet. No shit. I had them and it was not bad. Maybe it's... It, huh. it could have been... I was living in a pretty old house, so it could have been faulty wiring or something like that, or I don't even know, but... What router were you using? The one they gave you? I was... They gave us a router, but I think we were using one that... Uh, we had previously so we were using our own ah, router but that's the other thing too like real quick talking about this problem on the xfinity their routers they they do the broadcasts where like if you have if you're xfinity customer you can see their networks and like a ton of places it's because on their routers they will like portion off a part of it and they send that out for like public xfinity wi-fi for xfinity customers what but if you don't use their router they won't do that yeah that's so thing. i'm paying for just like the free xfinity wi-fi that you can get anywhere i'm just i'm that's just powering they, that yeah that they like link through all of their routers do that so they're trying to and it's supposed to not be a lot but like that doesn't even make sense so that it's still cutting into your stuff so i don't know their routers i just feel like they do screwy things with it and try to limit things more i don't know Every time I've used my own router, I've gotten better results. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and I definitely – I was getting better internet than I have right now. Much better internet. I will say that. But I have yeah. I have never had internet that was – that never had a problem, right? It, it was still – every other day I was getting some kind of latency, some kind of drop-off somewhere, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
So, and I, I like the idea of that kind of, like you said, it was almost like a community owned mm-hmm. company. And so you have the people that are using that service. Yes. The co-op, the people that are using that service have a stake in the company and they have somewhat of a say of what goes on. Right. Yeah. It's like in my head, I know I'm not a, expert in any of this so i can't be exact on the verbiage but i treat it like how the packers are owned by the fans yeah <laughs> it's like similar concept yeah and i think honestly more companies need to do that because it might it might not be the best profit wise or you know just kind of workflow wise even but they're what when the people who are using the service have a stake in it i think you have a serious, serious quality jump. Yeah, I agree. So my, my counter to that would, instead of making it companies, would have it just be communities. Right. Like get back to where communities do things. I mean, there's given like, it's there's pros and cons to all of it. So I'm not saying like switch everything back because I know somebody's going to be like, that's a dumb idea. It probably is a dumb idea, but like. So why would it The ideas we have now aren't great. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we just think of stupid crap to throw out there. Food for thought. Well, and you know what? Even if it's not the best idea in the world, even if it's not like a like an end all solution, it's it's something, right? And it's it's better than what we have going on now. It's different than what we got. I, I just hate that mindset where it's like, oh, that might be worse, might be worse. So I don't even want to attempt it. But it's like what we got right now is shit anyway. So why not? It could be worse, yeah. But whatever. Like it's not like it's gonna. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't know until you try and something needs to change in the system the way it is. So you, you honestly have to just start trying stuff until something works, you know? I agree. I th- that I can't, I don't want to get into it, but like, I feel like with politics, it happens a lot. Be like, Oh, I don't want that guy. He might do this. And I'm like, but we well, you know what we got right now is terrible. So like, why don't we see what's up? Yeah. You just, you go for what just- you think is the, the best possible current solution and you try it out. And if it doesn't work, you switch things up. Yeah. So I agree. I do that way with food. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You, you, <laughs> what do you order? You order the best thing on the menu, the, be- the the most appealing thing to the eye and it comes and you don't like it. Send it back, you know, or order something else. Maybe go to a Get different restaurant different. next time. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It, there, there's such a, such a fear of like trying something different because it's not going to work it's scary when is it is it any different if we stay the same and it still doesn't work you know what's the yeah harm? it's change is the only constant i think humanity is at odds with that yeah which makes sense well, no one likes change you know it'd be a pain in the ass to, tough. to restructure all these companies and all that and don't get me wrong it would be hard it would be laboring but i mean something's got to go right i agree or change like uh when you move and you get different internet and you're living with other people yeah exactly this sounds like i'm like bashing my sister's family and like living with them it's been awesome like seriously i'm not just trying to like backtrack on anything it's been great don't like like we're just talking about the differences we're experiencing right the, and the, the internet's the fun one to poke at i i think that's but no it's been great that's an important distinction here is like i do love my family right and and living with them is is nice. I get to see them all the time. And there's a bunch of things that I get to do that I wasn't getting to do when I was in college, you know, just yeah, being with them more out. It, it's nice. It's awesome. But at the same time, when you're 
22 years old, you're trying to start a life, right? You've got a new job and you're in the beginning of your career and you, you know, you're trying to get a podcast off the ground and all this stuff, you have ambitions and relate. and you need to, you need to go pick your sister up from soccer practice or whatever it is. You need to, you need to help your mom out with stuff around the house. Like it's just, it's, it's a little bit hard to have other people relying on you. Yeah, man. It's a big responsibility going from carefree to like, Oh, actually like kind of have things to lose a little bit now. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's what it was like. I remember my freshman year at Purdue. I, you know, it was like, probably three or four months that I was up there before I finally came home to visit over whatever break it was. And, you know, I had gone those three or four months being able to do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, if I felt like it, if I didn't feel like it, who cares? I was just doing me doing anything that I felt like I could do. And then I come home and here I am all of a sudden. And my parents say, okay, well, we don't want you coming back too late. You know, we don't, (laughs) we we want to kind of like know what you're up to and like all this stuff which is fine but it's a it's a change right and you have to kind of readjust to that which you know it's different now because obviously i'm not a college student anymore like i'm an adult i have an adult job i'm doing adult things and so there's a lot more freedom there a lot less of like you are my child and i'm gonna look out for you look after you kind of thing you know yeah um but there's still that that kind of background looming just like, Hey, there's other people that you need to consider in your day-to-day life when you do these things. Yeah. It's a change. Yeah, that's for sure, dude. Uh, What's since we've left college town, what's been, um, what's probably been the most annoying thing about like the real world. That's not, not like college ecosystem, the real world or like, like living at home or just kind of being not necessarily like at home, out. just being not living on a college town. Cause you know how they have like stuff was open late. Like we could get breakfast food super late. Oh like yeah. Weird stuff. That, that is a huge one. The, the things opening late. I don't know if that's the biggest kind of change, but I mean, I was, for example, the other day I, I was, it was like 1130 to midnight, something like that. And I wanted, I wanted a late night snack. You know, I was hungry. And so I thought, oh, yeah, man. I know, I'll go to McDonald's. For the past four years, if I wanted a late night snack, I could walk across the street to a McDonald's that was open 24-7. Yes. And so I drive down to McDonald's, nice. drive, not walk, because that's another difference is you have to drive everywhere. But I drive down to McDonald's, and they close at 10, 10 p.m. A oh McDonald's. My gosh. And so maybe that's it's not before weird. before fourth meal. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe that's not weird to some of the listeners, right? Maybe. Maybe people are like, whatever, like my McDonald's closes at 10 p.m. Like, who cares? You know, there's other places that are open, but like barely, you know, I tried to go to Taco Bell. They were closed too. I ended up having to go to Wendy's, which like I like Wendy's, but as as an only option, as a last resort, like it, it just baffled me how, how things just kind of closed, you know, people, it's the end of the day and everyone goes home to their, to their families and and that's just that's just it. So I don't Dude, know. Dude, I'm with you. That's been my biggest thing is that the, the when stuff closes because I'm more of like night owl. I think 
oh yeah your same. night owl as well so like yeah so dude i want to be like oh midnight what's the like it used to be midnight was an exciting time because then certain things would pop up on the menu that weren't there before midnight yes exactly i don't know if you know that. like those were my favorite my favorite that i can think of is steak and shake i don't know if everybody knows if the, i think that's more regional thing but whatever at min because they used to be open 24 hours now they close at like 10 too but at midnight is when you could get breakfast there and it was so good and it was awesome so like midnight would hit be like let's go get steak and shake and like that was yep. like the thing with my friends and now it's like you have to figure out where you want to eat before nine like so many places close at nine yeah and it's it's crazy and i think some of it is probably a little bit covid related you know I th- oh for, uh, yeah i think that there's some understaffing going on um you know especially in like these these minimum wage jobs like the mcdonald's and the stuff like that you know get people so, more you'll get people yeah so it i think it's i think it's somewhat temporary i think maybe we'll see in like a year or two maybe that mcdonald's will go back to being open till like 1 or 2 a.m like i remember it to be before but um yeah. or how they I think COVID killed this. They don't do breakfast all day anymore. McDonald's. I remember when that got announced, that was like a big deal. Yeah, that like was, it was huge. There's commercials. Because, I mean, breakfast is arguably the the best thing McDonald's has to offer. Yeah, it's the most realistic. It's less plasticky, I think, than their other offerings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go get yourself a McGriddle at 6 p.m. and, you know, enjoy yourself. But, and, and that honestly, like, I... I can kind of see how COVID would affect that. But at the same time, it's just like breakfast food, right? Like, can't you just keep making it? (laughs) Yeah. And it's, yeah, that's the thing. It's not like it's completely gone from the menu and they don't order the stuff anymore. It's still there. Right. They got it. It's still in the building. Like you're so close. Just like have one dedicated breakfast. I don't know how this works. We sound like idiots, but like I want breakfast whenever people. Okay. Now it like probably this. it probably means that they have to order more breakfast when they're doing their inventory and stuff like that. And yeah, maybe, maybe that's part of the reason that they don't do it's it is because they don't have more waste. They don't have like access to as much food. Because I know I was uh, delivery driving for Pizza Hut over one of the summers in between college years, and during like right after COVID they were saying that there was a chicken wing shortage. And so we weren't selling as big of orders of chicken wings and our prices went up and stuff like that because it's just a, a really random thing is like, we just couldn't get as many chicken wings. I remember this. Did you ever go to Chumley's near campus? I didn't actually. So on Sundays they had half off wings and I would go every Sunday cause I love wings and it's half off and they had good beer, stuff right. like that. And then we went in one day and they said that they could not, offer that anymore and i was like what and they're like yeah there's a shortage and that's how i found out about it i thought it was just they were using a weird excuse to quit doing half off and then i saw it was a real thing yeah so no, it was, it was really sad nationwide chicken wing shortage what why was there not a, a french fry shortage why was there not a pepperoni shortage who knows chicken wings <laughs> is just what it was but maybe that's maybe there's a you know hot cake chicken storage. wings how many other foods have made snoop dog four hours late to an interview Probably not many. Probably not many. Wings have wings can say that. I don't know how many other foods can say that, but wings did that. I'm sure I'm sure a few other things can say that about Snoop Dogg as well. Maybe not food related. <laughs> but uh Have you seen that video? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I do know what you're talking about, but I haven't actually seen the video. It's so dumb. He shows up for an interview and then the guy it's like in another 
it's in, not in America. It's somewhere else. So the guy, he's speaking English, but he has an accent. He's like, you are four hours late? Like, wh- wh- why? Why? Like, what the heck? Like, who does this? And he's like, I'm late because I got some chicken wings, man. Damn. <laughs> and I like, got all crappy, but dude, it's so funny. It's so good. I love it. It's one of my favorite videos. Hey, man, I mean, you can't deny Snoopy's chicken wings, right? Like, oh, yeah. I'm, where he was, maybe it was hard to find. And he found some place. He's like, dude, they got wings here. And they made a trip. Like, they made a trip. They drove... They drove four hours for it, but hell, you got us chicken wings. So, yeah, shortages, man. Yeah, that's that's another problem that I don't really know if there's a solid solution to. You know, maybe Snoop Dogg on time for interviews. <laughs> well, that that definitely that that's a problem in its own. But but food shortages, right? Like how how could we have avoided a chicken wing shortage during all that? You know. I definitely don't want to say have more chickens because they go through a lot of chickens. They go through I, I would a say lot eat less. Chickens. Have you seen? We need to be healthier. How about that? I mean, I don't know. Chickens are healthy. Oh, comparatively to what? Comparatively, fried to... chicken, bro. I'm not saying you have to fry your chicken. Wings are fried. Yeah, but okay. Do you think that the the frying part of it was what was making it a chicken wing shortage or do you think it was the chicken part of it no 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 no, no. i'm saying a health thing as a health thing right you're saying they're not you said they're like healthy-ish i'm like not wings i don't think no but you can you know you have like baked chicken and like you can get like a like a chicken breast it's like it's good for you right like yeah but if people if if there's fewer wings eaten the supply would not be diminished as quickly so i think that would help Okay. So we need healthier people. Fair enough. Fair I'm included enough. on this, dude. You should see how many wings. That's like my superpower is how many wings I eat. So I am speaking to myself here. Yeah, see, I just feel like the if the solution is to eat less chicken wings, I don't know if it's worth it. You know? It- <laughs> I agree. We need. I'll die on that hill. I want some wings. I want Damn some it. wings, man. And so I don't know because you're right. They're definitely – the solution is not more chickens because if you've seen – pictures or videos of those chicken coops where they're Powerful. i mean they can't even walk around how crowded it is i know, it, I know. It, it's bad but i don't i hate thinking about it i mean at the same time was it not like that during covid you know did they have less chickens like what what was causing them to be able to produce less chicken wings i don't i don't know if covid necessarily made a huge reason f- for the wing shortage, the only reason I say this is because I remember when I think it was beat up started increasing. Like, you know how they used to do 50 cent wings? Yeah. Something like that. And now it's like been more. Like, I know inflation, but like, I remember them saying like demand for wings had gone up so much that it like the price went up and it was like going to stay that way. And this was like a long time ago, way before COVID stuff. So I bet like the shortage of workers, they couldn't like process it fast enough or something. Maybe. That definitely could be it. Or something. Yeah, it probably is know, a labor but- thing. Wings are kind of newer, dude. I was watching this whole thing about like the invention of them. Like they are not that old. Like they're only several decades. Like nothing like crazy. Like what? they weren't eating this. Yeah, isn't that weird? I thought like these have been around forever. Yeah, I guess you never, you never really think about that. That is, that is crazy to me because I mean it's it, it's just the wing of a chicken, right? Like it. <laughs> yeah, you would think like I don't know. I guess people didn't do it they've like been, how we do it, like with the eating, sauce, and it's like a right. It's just crazy. They've been eating chicken since they were hunter gatherers you know it, yeah. and and it took them till a couple decades ago to figure out hey we can smother this in some barbecue sauce and make it one of my favorite foods honestly and then they sell out yeah i don't 
I don't know. That's that's a good point. So that made me think that was a good segue going to living with other people. So fridge space. I didn't realize how much space I take up with dumb crap. But like <laughs> being by myself, I wouldn't go through very much. But like I had a whole top shelf of hot sauces. Yeah. <laughs> and now my sister is already super annoyed about it because I brought I only brought like a few over. And she's like, you made all these hot sauces. And then I got my nephews into them. So now she like has to keep them on deck all the time. <laughs> but moving I don't know how like we would solve this problem, but it's like when you're just can buy, it's like staying at a hotel for an extended period of time. Like you don't have your norms. Right. It's just tough. But that was one thing was the refrigerator. That was, that, that was funny. Like eating habits have changed. Yeah. It definitely, for me at least too, like I don't necessarily have fridge space anymore right now. You know, like there's, there's six people, including me living in this house one refrigerator and for the most part you know my parents just kind of buy the groceries and we eat what's there sometimes my mom makes dinner which is great um but you know for the most part it's like if if you want anything from the store let me know and i'll get it for you but there's nothing that's like mine right so like i'll say like oh yeah can you get me like this from the store because you know whatever it may be And she goes, yeah, she'll get it from the grocery store, put it in the fridge. I go, next thing I know, one of my sisters has eaten it, you know? So it's (laughs) one of those, like nothing is really mine right now. (laughs) Nothing is sacred. Nothing is sacred is what it really is. I can't even have my own goddamn chicken wings. But (laughs) are they not, are they not open to the whole post-it note etiquette of? Yeah, I could. I like, there's definitely. You don't want to be that guy. it, it's not even that really it's like i if i did that there would be a post-it note on a lot of different things oh and i you open the floodgates yeah i open the floodgates i start putting post-it notes my sisters start putting post-it notes on things then it's then it's just war to see whose food is what and and we simply don't have enough <laughs> space to have have six people's complete diets stocked and post-it noted up now that you're a college graduate with the job, they're going to be like, all right, Mason, you, you got to leave, dude. We can't yeah. deal with this. You got to leave or you got to buy your own groceries. And that, I've, I don't I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. You know, I'll, I'll buy my own groceries when I move out. <laughs> they know the day you break is when you come walking in with a mini fridge. You're like, I'm over it. Yeah. It's going to my room. This is mine. See that, but that's not even enough, enough space is the thing. So that's the other thing is like, what am I going to post it note the milk? You know, because because the milk <laughs> draw ran lines out. where the where the level is. You're right, like, like someone drank it. It's down two millimeters. Exactly. So like, there's there's things that like I'm trying to think of an example, but basically, chips was my big one. Yeah, you like your own specific type of chips. Uh, not necessarily. Just when like I get like two out of the bag, two chips, and yeah. somebody demolished. My old roommate would demolish the bag, and I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, let me know. That's understandable. What about two? Right. So I had some. Right. So it, and that that's a, chips is a great example because what, like, if we have two bags of chips in the pantry, what am I going to do? Post it note, a whole bag of chips just for me so that. Yeah. How do you do that? Right. Yeah. It, it's just unreasonable and, and it, it sucks on both ends. Right. Cause at the same time, I don't have as much food autonomy as I did at college, you know, but but also, I'm not buying the groceries, so who am I to complain? 
you know. I'm going to act like I heard what you just said, but you were frozen that whole time. So I, I agree, bro. I did just get a message that says your connection is unstable. So that's... uh. It froze. I'm like, uh, and then he just came back. That was pretty good. <laughs> Let's says, keep it going. This is just going to be it's a speed bump on our journey here. Right. And, you know, our our listeners will enjoy this. We got the delay know, again. It, here we go. Oh God. It it's saying it's saying you might want to get closer to your Wi-Fi router. I'm like, yeah, why don't I just move my whole PC setup downstairs? No I'm shit, there. Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh. god, this is good. Uh I feel we went that was a good we went streaking there for a little bit, like I feel like half an hour and it didn't do it, so we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once every half hour, we'll take that. I mean, oh my gosh, maybe we're getting throttled on purpose because we're on the free tier. <laughs> maybe that... we'll disclose that. Oh no, we're not. No, we're not. We pay for the thing. Yeah, I take that back. Oh, no, you're I right. picked the package. We're not. Yeah, there is no free. We're tier. the low tier though. <laughs> we're low tier people. Yeah, but I mean, do I do I have to pay for Ooh. the high tier just to get a steady connection? You know, dude, that's I know it's all. I was gonna say it's our fault, our fault because we we have crap internet. But is it, or is it the service provider's fault because they don't want to put better lines through here? It is the service provider's fault. I mean, we we have All crap right, internet, but, but it's only we only have crap internet because that's what they're giving us. We didn't pay I mean, for we'll crap pay internet. More. You know, we'll pay. Like, yeah, exactly. I guarantee you, my family is paying for internet that can run this website fucking fine. <laughs> but but that's not what we're getting right now. So I don't. <laughs> I got to find more topics to get you riled up, man. It cracks me up. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Oh, there's a lot of them. Oh, so I was thinking about you. We're t- I'm just completely sidetracking, but the pizza thing, um, how you used to deliver and all that stuff, it just made me think complaining about pizza stuff because I know we did that one in the episodes. I ordered the... I got Papa John's for the first time in forever. I never get them. Okay. Um, Who do you usually I'm staying with a with? friend. Hot box that's I know it's local here, so other yeah. people probably don't know because that's like a local chain. Um, but if I had to pick like a big chain, I used to always do Pizza Hut. Interesting. Because you could customize it more, like you could do more crap. This was years ago, dude. I'm talking like <laughs> I I've switched to like mainly just mom and pop places exclusively, so like I can't even tell you. But okay. anyway, I got their Brooklyn style, which is supposed to be the big, like floppy ones that you have to fold. Mm-hmm. Dude, zero flop. It it was straight. It was a huge piece, but I picked it up and it was still hung straight. So I was like, "It's just like a bigger normal pizza," and like I paid extra pizza. for it. Oh, I was so disappointed because I would have just got. I like thin. Like I probably would have just got thin normally. Like I'll eat all kinds, but like if I had right. to pick, it was so disappointing, man. I was so upset. Well, it I, made me think. I wanted to like call you. <laughs> yeah, I I will say it. Though I worked at Pizza. Hut, literally the only reason i worked there is because i had a buddy that worked there and he hit me up one day knowing that i needed kind of a summer job i used to work at a car wash but i hated it i was trying to get something else i remember um oh god if you want to get me riled up i can talk about that car wash all day long we'll save it we'll save it we'll save that for another day but yeah i i normally the only reason i've eaten pizza hut in my life is because when i was working there i could get it for free and and that oh, is the I only mean, reason I I despise pizza. Go. But I don't but like I like I was saying I don't I treat them as like fast food. Like I try to avoid them. I'll yeah. do I'll spend more and get better pizza somewhere. Right. But I don't know, man. It if you're gonna slap a label on something, 
it better be what you do. I feel that right. way with a lot of restaurants. Like if burgers in the name and your in your restaurant's name, you better have a badass burger. Yeah. And if it's not badass, I I like don't like you as much. Even if it's a good burger, but I want it to be stellar because I expect. Well, I think we actually had a conversation about this not too long ago about uh, AJ's that's on campus. Yeah. It, it's I think oh, the full shoot, name is yeah. AJ's. I, I think it was off pod this conversation, but um. It, it, I think the full name is AJ's Burgers Beef Bar or something like that. Point is, Burgers yeah. is the second word in the in the name of their restaurant. And don't I like AJ's? They got some good beer for sure. They got some good desserts. They got like little funnel cake sticks, and it's awesome. But their burgers are so subpar. Like I would almost rather have a McDonald's quarter pounder. You know, dude, I agree. And I had people like they're good. I, I don't think they're bad i've had them once i just I dodged them a lot after that but you could tell they were like cookie cutter like frozen yes 100 percent. i just and which you can i've had fro- good frozen burgers i just mean no but if if you're right if burgers in the name you need to be like like pounding out the beef at you know have it raw make your own patties season that shit yeah and and give me a nice quality burger don't don't throw a frozen patty on the grill like i couldn't do that myself at home Dude, I agree. So, like, slapping labels on things like that, like saying uh, one of the other ones that's my favorite is an IMAX when they say it's an IMAX. And I've been to one and the screen was like barely bigger than a normal screen. Yeah. And I was like, and I tweeted at them and they like responded and they said, I remember this because I was so like annoyed. Um, While IMAX theaters have varying like screen sizes. They provide the same immersive experience. And I think I, at that point, I was younger. I just had to reply back like, bullshit, they don't. It was <laughs> not immersive because that's why I'm writing to you. Yeah. It was terrible. And, and it, they charged the same price. That's what killed me. I was like, if it's going to be smaller, reduce it. Like, right. It's understandable. I get it. But this whole, just labeling things as such like a New York style pizza that was not, that was insulting to New York pizza. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I, I actually went to New York recently, a few few weeks ago. I saw it looked cool. It it was it was cool. I like New York. There's definitely I could do a whole episode about the things I don't like about New York. Um, I'd probably piss off some of our New York audience. We can't. Yeah, man, that, that's a big podcast city. We can't be doing that. Yeah, and and on on the other hand, I could do a whole episode about what I do like about New York. You know, there's there's a lot of good stuff there. We go. there. There's it's it's a beautiful city sometimes um <laughs> but dude i mean when people talk about new york pizza they're not lying dude they got it down it they is, know their stuff i mean it is crazy. it's like every ingredient is just buffed you know okay so is that like oh i guess this might be skewed since you're from there but would you equate it to how the south does barbecue um it's a fantastic like nail it. that's a fantastic question and i i think yeah i think i would i think Southern barbecue isn't necessarily as famous as like New York pizza, mm-hmm. but I think that pizza is kind of more of like a popular food, you know? So it's like everybody likes pizza. Everybody wonders where can I get the best pizza? You go to New right. York, you can, you can have some of the best pizza you've ever had. Everywhere. Sure. Like were there chains there? Like pizza chains that we know? Um, there were, cha- I like, I didn't see a lot of like, Papa John's and not. I, I think I walked by a Domino's once, but like, I I think that maybe even the point you're trying to make, like they 
are probably not as successful in New York, the chains, because that's what I was thinking. Because these, I mean, you can get, don't get me wrong, it's more expensive, but you can get pizza that's magnitudes better. Right. On like every corner, I imagine. Like in my head, I feel like it's just everywhere there's just pizza. pizza yeah. Shops. Basically, I mean, we, I, I was there with my family and we were walking around looking for a place to eat. And, you know, it kind of maybe took us a little too long. There's a lot of like, sensory overload going on just like so many places around but i mean i i think literally like a third of the food places we saw it was a pizza place it was ridiculous hey i could eat pizza i feel like daily so i'm okay with Uh, i had no complaints it was so good dude it was so good dude speaking of that frozen pizza wise like do you get cheap ones or like where do you where do you land on that so i do a lot of different things with frozen pizza because it it all depends on how i'm feeling and honestly what i see in the store but sometimes like the like the DiGiorno stuffed crust like i love it so much (laughs) but at the same time have you ever had the like the totino's party pizza you know yeah the little little rectangles dude Mm -hmm. it's you can make a whole one eat it by yourself and it's it's awesome. There's something about it. They got a unique like flair to their Yeah, it's like their little pizzas. Their ratio of like crust to sauce to cheese, I think is really, really good. There's something yeah. about the convenience of it, you know. But so I, I swap around. How about what's your what's your frozen pizza of choice? So I normally will not get the cheap stuff. So I've always just made them in the like the oven. I didn't do anything special, I did what the instructions said. Mm-hmm. Um but I found one that was really good, and it was a croissant crust. So it's like made on a croissant, huh. and it would like rise. It was awesome. It's really good. But since I've been staying at my sister's, here's a here's a big perk. They have an air fryer, and I had one too, but it was a Ninja Foodie, so it was like in a pot, kind of. It wasn't like a front open opening one. Yeah. And hers is kind of like a toaster oven, but it air fries, and you just put it like. Um, a Jack's pizza, so the old, like the real cheap ones that used to be like a dollar per. They're probably more now, but yeah, you'd put them in the air fryer, and when those are done, they are some of the better pizza I've had. I swear to God, and I think it's just because how it's cooked, like because it's just blasted, and that's what I've read. Like you just want to have as high temperature as possible and get it in and out real quick. I guess so, along those lines. Yeah, that makes sense because like a lot of the frozen pizza. That you get, it'll be like, yeah, throw it in the oven for like 12, 13 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Whereas like I worked at obviously Pizza Hut and then at Mad Mush, which is a, for our listeners that don't know, that's another on-campus pizza place. But I think, I think there, it is also a chain. I think there are some locations elsewhere, but you know, at both of those places, it's literally an oven that runs through each pizza in like five minutes. Yeah. Because it's super hot and... Yeah, so maybe it helps with the crust. Yeah, so I I agree. I think it it brings out the flavor a little bit more for sure. And you go to like back to New York pizza. A lot of them are like in uh, what's it called? Like the brick ovens, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the fire, whatever. I know what you mean. Yeah, those are cool. So see, they got it down, man. They just know what they're doing. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's unreal, dude. It is unreal. So, but yeah, that made me think of you, man, getting that. I wanted in the, in the podcast, I got the crappy New York pizza. So I guess to solve that is just don't advertise it as such, or like at least whoever did the marketing, like actually try the pizza and know what it's supposed to be like. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, you're right. Because the thing is, like, it's hard to make a pizza that's large and also not floppy. 
you know like i i'm trying to picture the pizza that you got and like it's difficult for me to imagine like a like a decently sized slice of pizza that just like holds up on its own dude it was just an xl that was a little like not as like thick as a hand toss but it wasn't thin and then it was just like stretch out and they cut the pieces wider, like bigger pieces. Like that's right. all it was. It just, so it just they didn't really do anything like different. Pizza. Yeah, it was horseshit. Cause like I'm so annoyed by it. I really wanted it. Cause the only other one I've kind of had like that was long time ago. Domino's made one a long time ago. Like I was a kid and it was huge. It was floppy. And I remember having like full and it was awesome. I thought it was super good. And it had gigantic pepperonis. It was so good. And that's what I was expecting. And there was nothing near that. See, we had a similar promotion at Pizza Hut, and some people will remember this, where they had a Detroit-style pizza. Mm. And apparently, Detroit-style pizza is a it's a deep-dish pizza, except the sauce is on top of the cheese. And it's like crunchy crust or something. Yeah. Now, I have you ever heard of that? The, like, Do they actually do pizza like that in Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, I met, funny enough, I met these people at a concert, and they're from Detroit, and we like hanging out they're super cool we went and got drinks afterwards and stuff and i'm going with them again to show in september so i'm gonna see them again but they're from detroit and i asked this specific question about pizza and he said yes but it's not like new york where they do like everybody does it like some places just do like regular kind but like they do have a distinct type of pizza yes huh yeah that's interesting to me and i will say they did it i i I do think that they tried to make it similar to Detroit because it they got like a whole different kind of sauce that we had to have to put on the top of it. We only used it for that pizza, mm. which interesting. it was really good sauce, to be honest. They probably, if it weren't for cost, they would probably put it on all their pizzas because it was pretty good. But it, it it was just kind of wild to me that, I don't know, that Detroit does pizza like that. It wasn't necessarily like like inherently better, you know? If anything, it was like messier. And There's just probably a bad iteration. Like just... Because I feel like when the chains pick up like a local thing, they usually just like, I don't know if they try to generalize it so it's not as unique or something, but I I find they don't normally. Like with other things too, I'm drawing blanks, but that doesn't seem to be a strong suit right? for chains. They don't know how to do it properly, but I want to try like real Detroit. I feel like it would be good. Yeah, it probably would be. It, I'm, I don't know any like places though. Yeah, I'm counting on it being better than the pizza iteration of it but you know i would hope they need to do it for i mean back on your point of southern barbecue they need to do in the north like oh yeah this is texas style barbecue we actually put seasoning in this one you know (laughs) so and i guess in indiana we're not as bad as some other places too with barbecue since not as bad still not great though no that's what i mean so like imagine like if you're in like a rough place. Ugh. Oh yeah. It, I mean, and, and definitely part of it was I, I didn't go and get a lot of like barbecue at like restaurants in Indiana. So like most of the barbecue I had was like the food court barbecue or whatever, which obviously yeah. is not going to be as good, but I mean, that was the one thing it, it was just, I mean, it, it blew my mind how bad it was. <laughs> I just feel like there's some good ones, but none of them were in West Lafayette that I know of really. Yeah. I, I think you're probably right. You can probably get good barbecue in the north, but but the main point being you it's it's hard to find bad barbecue in the south. It's the consistency, it's standards. The yeah. standards are much much higher, I Exactly. Think. That makes sense. It's like well, tenderloins in here. <laughs> right, cuz that I mean, that doesn't fly down here. If you come down here with a 
with a, like a slimy, unseasoned, tough barbecue. Like, you won't make it. You won't make it. You're going out of business in one day. You know, man. I think we need to do a whole pizza episode at this point, especially because all the like. I just wanted to dive into like when you're like, yes, we got different sauces. There's so many things I want to ask you. We'll we'll do that. We need to say that for a whole episode. Okay, definitely. Uh, I will say I don't have I don't have all the insider information on the Pizza Hut, but I no, it doesn't matter. Just like things that we want to know about, unless you worked in there, yeah, I think would be cool. Some things you might not even want to know about. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> all right, well. Thanks for listening. It's been fun. It's good uh, doing this again, man. Good seeing you again. Yeah, man. We've we've been away for a while, but we need to. We, we're gonna get back on a regular schedule. Hopefully, we're gonna get this internet bullshit figured out. We're gonna get a solid workflow going. Yep, we're working on getting video too, so you can see our. Yes, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some faces for some reason. <laughs> yeah, we'll have some social media going. We'll. And we'll get some video going for you guys because that does seem to be the wave nowadays. We'll leave some comments, any suggestions, suggestions, whatever you guys think. Uh, and don't forget to rate us on your favorite podcast app. Or if you're on YouTube, subscribe. Give us a like. That would be awesome. Yeah, definitely. Until next time.